You are listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. You are listening to the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence. The Lance J Radio Network coming to you live from Goodlettsville, Tennessee. I'm out here today at Moss Wright Park enjoying a little bit of Little League Baseball. I love broadcasting the show outside with the, with the fresh air and, and the sunshine. It's 87 degrees and just a beautiful late spring day. Wanna get some wanna get some steps in and, and some time outside before it gets before it gets to hundred degrees with hundred percent humidity. Cause that's the weather that you get in the south. Unlike Phoenix, where I used to live, where it'd be 115 with 10% humidity. It's great to be back. I was I was out last week. We got a lot of best of episodes. I was out in Vermont. With my duties on on the board of directors for for Advent Risk Management, which is which is a company that that I'm heavily involved in, and in my first board of directors appointment, I'm actually going to talk about that a little bit later in the week. But I want to talk some sports. I absolutely have no interest in in the NBA Finals. I don't care. I'm completely indifferent. I I, I didn't watch Game One. I maybe watched the the first quarter of Game One. I was just like ah. Uh. It's not compelling, and it's not a diss to to Denver or to Miami. You have two phenomenal teams. I I the way they play the game the right way. You're talking about two teams that that are well coached. The coaches are accountable. They they run schemes. They make adjustments. They play offense. They play defense. They're they're strategic. They have fantastic culture. Fantastic fans. The Nuggets and the Heat check all of the boxes from a basketball purist standpoint. So if you're if you're a basketball purist, if you're Hubie Brown or, or Dick Vitale or someone like that, you're going to enjoy watching this series because you have two teams. I felt that the, that the Nuggets would win in six or seven, but you have two teams that are going to go back and forth. They're going to trade blows. The Heat are an eighth seed, but they're not really an eighth seed from a talent perspective. Heat are a darn good team. They were in the NBA Finals just a couple of years ago in the bubble. Then they were the top seed last year. So you're talking about a team that has won, has advanced deep into the playoffs. They have Jimmy Butler leading their team. They got a bunch of scrappy guys, Duncan Robinson, all of these undrafted guys that that can chuck threes, that play defense, that are scrappy. Then you have the Nuggets. You feel that I, I've talked about Nikola Jokic and, and how I think that he's if he's not the best player in the world, he's the second best player in the world. I'm big, I'm a big Giannis fan. But Jokic is amazing. He he is uplifting fat guys and, and former fat guys such as myself to to the to the highest of levels, to the to the apex, the the zenith, the summit, the the Mount Everest. So on paper, it's a it's a great series, and I think it's going to be good basketball. I think that Coach Malone isn't quite as good of a coach as as, as Eric Spolstra, but but you have two really good coaches, and balanced teams going to be back and forth, rock 'em sock 'em. That said, I say all the time, sports is entertainment. 
Just like going to see Frank Sinatra was entertainment. Just like going to a casino and gambling is entertainment. Broadway shows are, are entertainment. Watching Breaking Bad. Which, sidebar, I was, I was watching Breaking Bad as I was traveling around in, in the hotel. I was kind of on, on my Netflix watching Breaking Bad. I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't binge-watched Breaking Bad in a long time. I forgot how great that show was. It's an amazing show. It's still just good. I didn't realize that Breaking Bad, that was 10 years ago. 15 years ago. That's some old footage. It is still, it's still relevant. It's still phenomenal. My life is kind of a loop of Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, and The Wire. But I got caught in. I watched almost every episode of Breaking Bad over the last three weeks. Just in a constant 24-hour day. I will talk about that this week on the show as well. All of those things are entertainment. And I want to be entertained. What what I see in the NBA is I see something a little bit a little bit deeper. And, and I don't I don't know if Denver is going to be the next dynasty. I don't know if Miami is going to bust through and then start winning more championships. I see an era where there are no all-time great players. And that's a problem for the NBA. There are no all-time greats. In my lifetime, you had Magic and Bird. I was born in 1978. You had Magic and Bird. When I was a little kid, going back and forth, winning eight championships between the two of them. Always going, always going deep into the playoffs. It was, it was like clockwork. You knew that Magic and Bird were going to be going at it. If they didn't win the championship, they were going to have to go, you were going to have to go through those guys to win the championship. Then Jordan took over. You had a bad boy Pistons, they had a two-year run, but Jordan took over. It was Mike's league. Most of my childhood years where I was old enough to really understand what's going on with basketball and into high school. It was Michael Jordan's league. Michael Jordan dominated. He was the best player. He was the best looking player. He had the best sneakers. He had the best commercials. He had the best colors, the the red and the black. We all had a poster of Michael Jordan on our walls as children growing up. If you're a millennial, if you're a Gen X, the dunk contest, the, the kiss, the rim, Everything about Michael Jordan, phenomenal, amazing. He wore suits when he wasn't playing. He was always clean. He was always buttoned up. He was always clean shaven. The bald head, the tongue sticking out, everything. Everything he did was was glorious, was beautiful, was pretty. It was amazing watching Jordan. And when Jordan got old, you kind of had a you kind of had a, a couple of finals. You you had Allen Iverson kind of came through, Vince Carter was really good, but you didn't have anyone to carry the torch until Kobe and Shaq teamed up. And it was Kobe and Shaq's league. And you had Kobe and Shaq, and then you had Tim Duncan. In that era, you had the Kobe, Shaq, and Tim Duncan era. Once again, all-time great players. And then, of course, that that was the bridge to the, to the LeBron era, which would become the LeBron-Steph Curry era. So you're talking about, I'm naming... Six, seven of the of the best ten players in the history of the NBA. That was box office. These guys are always in the finals. You could always count on them to put on a great show. Even when LeBron was getting swept by the Warriors, it was a great show. When they were down 3-1 to the Warriors and came back, it was a great show. Kobe and Shaq was a great show, even though they hated each other's guts, even though Shaq ballooned up to four bills, even though they got abused. By Rashid Wallace and, and Chauncey Billups and the Detroit Pistons and broke that team up. It was still box office. 
the Lakers losing to the Nuggets for zip was more box office than the NBA Finals. Last year, you had Steph Curry going up against Tatum and, and, and Brown. I'm not a big fan of, of either of those guys, especially Jason Tatum. I'm a, I, I really, 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 really dislike Jason Tatum. His game and his, and his, and his clutch gene. Not him the person. I think he's a fantastic person. He's actually everything you want in a star. He's silent. He's not really egotistical. But that brother, that brother's soft, man. He's soft in the clutch. I know he lit up. I know he lit up the Sixers for 51, but it's the Sixers. Sometimes a gutless player outplays someone who's less gutless than him. No cap on that statement, too. I stand by that word. I just called Jason Tatum gutless. And you see, you see his play over and over again. And I don't, I don't know if you re-sign those guys. I know that, that him and Brown are both up for Supermaxes. They're both all NBA. I think Jason Tatum's first team, Brown is, is second or third team. They're all NBA. You're probably stuck with them. But there's something within their culture. They need a coach to come in and kick the living crap out of them. To get the performance. To man up. To sack up. To gird up your bleeping loins. So you have that, but there's no one. There's no one in this era with Steph being older, with LeBron being very close to the end. I think we've seen the last of LeBron being the dominant guy. He could be. He could be a, a number two, a number three. There's a rumor floating around that 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 Kyrie Irving is reaching out to LeBron to to come and join him and Luca, which would be an absolute disaster. That would be like watching Charles Barkley and Scottie Pippen and, and Clyde Drexler play. That 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 would not work. Any equation that involves Kyrie Irving is is a bad equation. But I digress. In the past, there was always an all-time great in the pipeline. We knew that Jordan was the next man up. We knew that Kobe and Shaq were going to dominate once once they got it together. We knew that Kobe was going to be amazing. We knew since LeBron was, was 15 years old, wherever he got drafted, we're going to be a major player. We knew these things. We didn't, we didn't know that Steph was going to be what he is. And we didn't know that they are going to have the Splash Brothers and Draymond was going to turn into a Hall of Famer. We didn't know that. But we've had, we've had greatness in the pipeline. I love Nikola Jokic. He's not an all-time great. I love Giannis. He's not an all-time great. There's no one in the pipeline right now that's a pantheon. All-time great. Guaranteed to be decorated, amazing, transcendent. You have some you have some generational greats. I think Giannis and Nikola Jokic, they'll be generational great players. But who's the all-time great? Is it Victor Wimbanyama? I personally have concerns about Victor Wimbanyama and his size. Guys that are 7'4", 7'5", and, and their feet and their knees and their ankles, they tend to have lots of injuries. I mean, your foot isn't supposed to be a size 22. And he plays a different game than a Jokic, per se. I mean, he could be the point center, but he's explosive. He'll dunk on you. He he gets to to the basket, to the rim. And I think that he'll be an amazing player for, for seven, eight years. But but I think it's going to be difficult for someone like him to play big minutes for, for 15 years. That's going to be real, real difficult. And he's the only guy that's in the pipeline that, that we feel is going to be an all-time great. And I don't know, I don't think it's good for ratings. It's just like when, when the Spurs were a dynasty, Tim Duncan is an all-time great also. 
But is that what you want to see? Do you, do you, are you going to stop what you're doing on a Tuesday night to watch Tim Duncan in the NBA Finals? And I think I think with with Jokic and Giannis to an extent, I don't know if these guys are must see TV. I don't know if it's blockbuster. I don't I don't know if it's like the 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 Cosby Show and Cheers and Seinfeld and then getting into to what we have now: Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, The Wire. I don't know if it's it's one of those type of television shows because that's what the NBA Finals is. It's a television show. Is that a television show that you're going to be out running errands on a on a Tuesday night and say, I got to get home because this TV show is on and I can't miss it? I don't think that's the case. Paragon 7 Studios. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. EpiSource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with a team of risk adjustment experts who deeply understand the complexities of every facet of healthcare. We partner with our health plan and healthcare clients to emphasize transparency and trust to truly become a valuable extension of their team at every step of the way, from outreach, medical record retrieval, coding, to final delivery. With the most significant health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, we aim to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy, and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For more information, go to www.episource.com and schedule a demonstration. And Doug. Got a couple of bogeys on your six limo. They need customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, so they only pay for what they need. What do you say we see what this bird can do? We are not getting you a helicopter. Looks like we're walking, kid. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. I spent many years as a quality healthcare executive focused on risk scores, clinical operations, and value-based care contracts. I had the corner office, the nice house, the pool, and all of the perks corporate America offers. But in 2020, as the pandemic had us all on lockdown, I decided to open up Paragon 7 Studios as a full-service consulting firm focused on healthcare media. Our critically acclaimed daily HealthCast series features many of the brightest minds in the industry. Due to increased demand, we are actually expanding into executive production of short films and documentaries for our clients. Find us on LinkedIn or Instagram to talk about hourly rates. That's Paragon 7 Studios. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile. The leader in 5G. 
James Lewis. The simple words just don't move me. You're minor, we're major. You're all up in the game and don't deserve to be a player. Don't make me have to call your name out. Your crew is featherweight. My gunshots will make you levitate. I'm only 19, but my mind is old. And when the days get for real, my warm heart turns cold. Another young and deceit, another story is told. It ain't nothing really. And yo, done spark to Philly. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. And meanwhile, back in Queens, the realness, the foundation. If I die, I think I'd use a better location. When the slugs penetrate, feel a burning sensation. Getting closer to God in a tight situation now. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.